0: Good morning, it's Friday, November 30th, 2012, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page today. For most, tax burden lower than in 1980. In a blow to the U.S., U.N. lifts status of Palestine. And under one roof, homes for extended families. In this morning's national headlines, 60 million year debate on Grand Canyon's age. Technician faces new charges in hepatitis C cases. And on the closest planet to the sun, NASA finds lots of ice. In today's financial headlines, analysts call rosier view of growth deceiving. Experts fear life insurers are courting reserve risk. And maker of generic Lipitor is halting production of the drug... There will be more business stories, more national and international news, too. A roundup from the Sports Page and New York Times columnist Paul Krugman. Now from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is written from Belleville, Illinois, by Benjamin Applebaum and Robert Gebeloff. It's titled for most, Tax Burden Lower Than in Eighty. Alan Hicks divides long days between the insurance business he started in the late 1970s and the barbecue restaurant he opened with his sons three years ago. He earned more than $250,000 last year and said taxes took more than 40%. What's worse, in his view, is that others, the wealthy, hiding in loopholes, the poor, living on government benefits, are not paying their fair share. It feels like the harder we work, the more they take from us, said Hicks, 55, as he waited for a meat truck one recent afternoon, and it seems like there's an awful lot of people in the United States who don't pay any taxes. These are common sentiments in the eastern suburbs of St. Louis, a region of fading factory towns fringed by new subdivisions, here as across the nation people like Hicks are pained by the conviction that they're paying ever more to finance the expansion of government. But in fact, most Americans in 2010 paid far less in total taxes, federal, state, and local, than they would have paid 30 years ago. According to an analysis by the New York Times, the combination of all income taxes Sales taxes and property taxes took a smaller share of their income than it took from households with the same inflation-adjusted income in 1980. Households earning more than $200,000 benefited from the largest percentage declines in total taxation as a share of income. Middle-income households benefited too. More than 85% of households with earnings above $25,000 paid less in total taxes than comparable households in 1980. Lower-income households, however, saved little or nothing. Many pay no federal income taxes, but they do pay a range of other levies, like federal payroll taxes, state sales taxes, and local property taxes. Only about a half of tax-paying households with incomes below $25,000 paid less in 2010. The uneven decline is a result of two trends. Congress cut federal taxation at every income level over the last 30 years. State and local taxes, meanwhile, increased for most Americans. Those taxes generally take a larger share of income from those who make less, so the increases offset more and more of the federal savings at lower levels of income. In a half-dozen states, including Connecticut, Florida, and New Jersey, The increases were large enough to offset the federal savings for most households, not just the poorer ones. Now, an era of tax cuts may be reaching its end. The federal government depends increasingly on borrowed money to pay its bills, and many state and local governments are similarly confronting the reality that they're spending more money than they collect. In Washington, debates about tax cuts have yielded to debates about who should pay more. Public debate over taxes has typically focused on the federal income tax. But that now accounts for less than a third of the total tax revenues collected by federal, state, and local governments.